From KLCC Studios, this is Oregon on the Record. I'm Michael Dunn. You can't fight City Hall, the old saying goes. Well, for more than a decade here in Eugene, it was hard to even find City Hall, let alone fight it. Since 2012, all city employees have been spread out throughout downtown Eugene at least space at Lane Community College and other buildings. Finally, that's about to change. For the first time in more than a decade, Eugene will have a true and functional city hall. The city council signed off on the purchase of the former eWeb Riverfront headquarters last year, and starting this June, the somewhat nomadic city hall employees will head over to the new facility. Today on Oregon on the Record, you'll hear from the mayor and the city manager about the process to make this new city hall a reality, the process for moving hundreds of employees over to the new building, and what finally having a true city hall on the banks of the Willamette will mean for Eugene. Today on the show, we're talking about Eugene's new and permanent city hall, finally. You'll hear from the chief staff person at the city, city manager Sarah Maderi, and the chief elected, Mayor Lucy Vinnis, about how in a few months, city hall will finally have a permanent location. First, we talk with city manager Maderi. Sarah Maderi, the city manager for the city of Eugene, thanks so much for talking with us. Hey, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Why don't we start sort of with a just a very simple, brief history of this process that you've gone through in order to secure a new city hall building? Sure. It's hard to be brief on something that has been sort of part of my entire career. Sure. Including, you know, when I first got hired by the city of Eugene, I, I worked in parks maintenance and weeded the flower beds around the original city hall at 777 Pearl Street. So it has been kind of front and center for me since since day one. But the process to get here, and I, I don't know whether you want to know more about the process just in the last couple of months or a year, or do you want the history of when we tore down City Hall? I, take us through maybe in the last year, maybe do that. Okay. So we've been, as you most people know, we've been leasing space for city council, uh, city manager's office, city attorney, human rights. We've, we've been leasing space in the Lane Community College, Mary Spieldy Center downtown as a temporary place to be as we kind of waited to get through COVID and potentially start construction on a new city hall just north of the farmer's market mm -hmm. pavilion. And that was part of a, a land trade that goes back farther than a year ago with Lane County. So that was kind of the plan. After we were here for a while, we contemplated whether we should potentially stay in the Lane Community College building. And, you know, as we were kind of coming out of COVID and Lane Community College was, was ticking back up, it became clear that really this is a building that's intended to be a college and they really want to be able to grow and expand into that. And so we were kind of back to the drawing board as to whether we were going to build and construct a new city hall. Or would we potentially look at some other opportunity? Um, and so what happened at that point was there were a number of, of buildings in the downtown that were vacant and available that we evaluated as a possibility. The eWeb building was one of them. And it just felt like for the, the cost and the amount of square footage we would get just seemed financially uh, something we should really consider before we went about constructing a brand new city hall with a far less square footage at a much higher price. So that's 
we were kind of going through those conversations and ultimately based on all of that information, the city council ultimately opted to purchase the, the old eWeb building and to construct city hall kind of right there on the river as part of that riverfront neighborhood, downtown riverfront neighborhood. Yeah. In addition to what you just said, what were some of the most important considerations of, of sort of that site selection? Well, I think, you know, that, you know, connecting the city to the river has been a long goal. You know, that whole idea of Willamette to Willamette, how do we connect downtown to the city? And we've done a lot of work over the last, you know, however many years on developing that site to include purchasing the land, you know, all of that land from from eWeb and then turning around and helping develop it into a neighborhood. The development of the the riverfront park and now the urban plaza, it's sort of become uh, an area that made more sense for a city hall building than maybe it initially did when we were looking really in the core of the downtown. So uh, that's one, you know, I think it's uh, very, you know, really efficient in terms of it's a large public space that's been used as a public facility for many years. There's kind of a, a location where you could have a council chambers um, locations for people to gather. It's a lot less money. The building was in really good shape. So as we did due diligence, we recognized that eWeb's made a lot of improvements to it over the years. And so we were, we would be purchasing something that just made a lot of sense and also really felt right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so given that, you know, take us through the next phase, which, which, you know, obviously is going to include the process of, of moving folks out of the current location and into the new one. Maybe take us through sort of the timing of all that. Sure. So we, we closed on the building last June so that we had a, a great process with eWeb. It was, it was very easy to um, negotiate a price and deal points and all of those things that sometimes take a really long time, which really really pretty quick, very trusted partner. And we immediately started working on um, plans for how to achieve a couple of things first. So most importantly, the work in the North building to have a city council chambers and an area for the public to really access their city hall and their city council. So that's underway. It's, it's under construction right now, um, creating that space, those there were several conference rooms there that could be opened up and we've just opened it up and arranged it in a way that you could actually have some of those larger crowds that the city council often um, has. And then the north side, the the south building is also, we've been um, doing kind of light touches. So removing carpet, uh, putting some of the carpet that was less used in, in new locations, being really smart about that moving some building walls around and painting. So all of that work is happening right now. And the plan is for us to start moving in in June with some priority to getting the city council, city manager's office, the folks out of the LCC building so LCC can continue to program and, and have classes here on their schedule. So we're we're working on that as a priority. Our, our uh, equity and community engagement team is moving over. We're also moving a lot of folks from the fourth floor of the library, um, which includes finance, information services, some central service admin, our employee resource center. So all of those folks will eventually move in um, starting in June. 
Exciting, exciting. Let me reintroduce you to our audience. We're talking with Sarah Maderi. She's the city manager for the city of Eugene. You know, I want to ask you this question about, you know, it, it's been, I, you've had to shoehorn in staff in a lot of different, you know, ways with the, with the older facility and, and, and the way in which you've had to conduct business. You know, from the person who is in charge of all of the staff of the city, you know, what do you think this new, once it opens, what do you, what do you think the new City Hall is going to say about Eugene? Wow, that's really a great question. I think having a City Hall and having a home and a place that really is, you know, the center and kind of the beginning of where Eugene started along along the river and along the mill race is going to feel like we're finally home. I think a lot of people in the community, uh, we mostly agree on the river and that connection, love that space, love that public space. And so for that to stay forever public and to heavily this conversation resolved around where is City Hall and do we need a City Hall? Do we not need a City Hall? I think having a place that people know, they recognize that it's been there for a long time, uh, it's a sustainable choice of reusing a building, keeping that you know plaza open to the public. I think it's going to feel um, very Eugene. Yeah, yeah. I, and maybe this is this is looking too far out in the future. But do you think that you know when you open up, is it possible you'd have sort of a grand opening and invite the public to 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 come see it? Yeah, for sure. I we've been you know we've been working really hard. Uh, and very focused on the timeline of the project and how we get people moved. We're just starting to think about what does that look like to to have a kind of a reopening of that facility. And um, there'll definitely be plans for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like your typical ribbon cutting, but I think uh, a reintroduction to the space. And then that space is going to continue to evolve over time. And that's one of the things that I think is really exciting about that space and and the amount of property that we were able to acquire as part of it allows for us to continue to think about the future. You know, what else can this building be? How else can it be used? You know, what how else can the rest of the land around it be used to the benefit of the community? And so it's to me that's part of what's really exciting is we can move in now and answer really consolidate, have a city hall, have it known where people are supposed to go and then as we continue to grow and change in the future, there's opportunities there too. You know, my last question for you is just obviously, you know, you must talk to staff an awful lot. Give us, give us kind of a, 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 a sketch, if you will, about morale or excitement about employees who are going to be moving to this new facility. I think people, the people that are moving and actually everybody in the city that I've been talking to are really excited about it. Um, I think this, you know, having a city hall and a home and a place that, you know, we're, we have some certainty and some future around is feels really, really good. And I and I think people are excited about what's happening along the river, the ability to, you know, you can you can drive to work, you can bike to work, you can do that anywhere. But having the bike paths right there, I think, are also a real benefit. And I think we're just really excited to invite the public to come to come be a part of that, to come to council meetings where you can watch the city council and the river at the same time. I think that is going to be so uniquely Eugene that I think a lot of people don't realize how exciting it'll be until we're actually there and it's open. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, Sarah Maderi, the city manager for the city of Eugene, talking about the new city hall for the city of Eugene. Thank you so much for, 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 for jumping on and talking with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been fun. Now we'll talk to Mayor Venice, who will soon leave office, but will leave knowing a new council chambers and surrounding city hall will finally become reality. Eugene Mayor Lucy Venice, thanks so much for coming in and talking to us. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, you know, boy, as the leader of the city and in many ways sort of the chief ambassador of, of Eugene as mayor, you know, what's it been like this past decade having to office in, a, in sort of a temporary space of City Hall? I, it's such a good question. And I will say that I said to someone about a year ago, all I want is to be in an office that said, that's in a building that says City Hall on the front of it. Yeah. So all of the places we've had our offices have worked. Yeah, They've sure. had strengths. They've had weaknesses. Sure. But they don't belong to the city, and they don't say City Hall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just even even kind of, you know, the, the, the daily routine. I mean, was it a struggle just to, again— you know, it, it had a temporary feel to it. And of course, you know, you oftentimes, as, as, the, as the leader of the city, you have delegations coming in from other places. I mean, did it, did it feel kind of weird not having a, you know, a, a very real city hall? I, I think the, well, I think, you know, there are two things. One mm. is that it's just harder for people to find it. Sure. Because they're, they're puzzled. By, sure. Well, where is this? And mm-hmm. people who live here will say, where is your office exactly? It's, it's confusing. Yeah. But I think that public buildings are important. Yeah. And they say a lot about uh, how we see ourselves as a, as a community. And so the, the lack of a public building that says City Hall on the front and puts that, that bold face yeah. forward on the street is, you know, it's, I think it's it's it has it has been a negative. It's not something that we want to see continue forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of kind of taking off on that point, you know, it's from a mayoral perspective. What is the importance of having that building that says City Hall? I mean, to, to put it in words for people to sort of understand. There, it is important for us uh, in, internally uh, in terms of how we function as a city. Mm-hmm. It's important for the community to feel that there's a there there, that there's a center, that there's mm-hmm. a central place where their government meets and where they have an opportunity to meet with the government to mm-hmm. have both in terms of sort of public forum and participating in public meetings, but also in sort of having issues resolved and taken care of and knowing that there's a place they can go for that to happen. That's the first thing. Yeah. I think the second thing is that we have a diplomatic role in the world, both sure. within our region and within the state and within the country and then internationally. I have delegations frequently, from particularly from Japan, but from other parts of the world. And, you know, it's it's... It doesn't, we're not putting our best foot forward when we don't have a sort of formal building for yeah. that kind of delegation to, um, to, to join us. Well, and I imagine too, you know, when you're meeting with some of these foreign delegations, I, I know that in, especially in, in, in European cities, you know, public buildings, and I, and I don't mean to compare and contrast necessarily that much, but they're almost given more of a reverence than kind of what we're used to here in the the States. It's interesting. When I first took office in 2017 and we were talking about City Hall, uh, I asked the staff for some information about sort of our history, our history of discussing City Hall. Mm -hmm. And they put together a a historical document from the beginning of the city of Eugene to the present. And it's interesting because this city has actually never been very comfortable about our City Hall. Hmm. And we've never been very... Uh, you know, there's always been a sort of a, 
lack of interest or a lack of support for big public buildings. And I don't know whether it's Oregonians or hmm. kind of modest and unaffected in the way they go about life and the idea of having a formal building. People often refer to the city hall as a palace. Why are you looking <laughs> to that palace, right? Yeah. So there's a the sort of uh, discomfort with the idea that you would spend public dollars in that way and not sure. on direct services. Sure, sure, sure. As a reminder to the audience, we're talking to Eugene's Mayor Lucy Venice. We're talking about the 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 finally moving forward on a new city hall. As many people know, you're going to be occupying what has been the eWeb building and whatnot. Talk a little bit about you know it. it and I know we, you and I have talked about many environmental issues. In some ways, this is the ultimate in recycling. In in that you're 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 able to take a, a, a well known physical building as opposed to build from scratch and and be able to you know i imagine there's there's going to be a lot that needs to be done to make it all work but how kind of cool is that is that you have something that you can move into and, and make it your own or make it the city's own i should say i think this building is the best of all possible landings for us mm-hmm. at this point because it is an iconic structure mm-hmm. it is a beautiful structure in a beautiful setting mm-hmm. and you're right it is uh it, it it was built part with public funds it's a public building uh i think the community you know i just described this long history of this of the people of eugene not being really supportive about spending a lot of money on public buildings. Sure. I think most Eugenians are very comfortable with this move because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as if we're spending a lot of money to build ourselves a palace. Some yeah. will still describe it as a palace, <laughs> no doubt. But uh, but it is a very good use of an existing resource. And yeah. So I'm very happy that that's where we're finally landing. Plus, I think, too, you know... Th- Obviously, I'm sure you've been involved in many discussions, whether they're formal or just informal, about, you know, the riverfront of of the Willamette and and how, you know, some of it's wonderful, some of it, you know, you kind of wish that it could could be better. This is a big step towards that, isn't it? This is a big step. It's a part of it's part of several other big steps that we've taken. I mean, those apartment buildings are going in. We completed a brand new, you know, more than three acre city park that we hosted the world during Oregon. 22. Yeah, so yeah. this is one more sort of capstone piece to that. And then the remaining piece really is the steam plant. And yeah. Finally getting a financial package together that makes that um, renovation possible. But yeah. I think, you know, we are like cities all over the country who have a history of a sort of industrialized mm-hmm. waterfront. And cities all over the country are making this kind of transformation to their waterfronts, converting them to open, to park space, to public space, and um, to, to better use that people can sure. enjoy. It's an interesting transition, like you said, from, from oh, there's a river and therefore industry must spring up. And now it's like, well, the w- river is in so many ways the perfect sort of, you know, entry point to a city or, or a brand to the city. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, you know, our riverfront was never a port or a harbor. Sure. But that's certainly true in a lot of communities, whether they're on a lake or on a river mm-hmm. or, or on the coast. So um, it, that industrial use was the highest and best use. Yeah in the early, in the late 19th century and the sure. early 20th century. That's really not true in the 21st sure, century. Sure, sure, sure. You know, take a minute to talk about sort of, you know, again, what what, what this, when, it, when it's finished and everybody's moved in, what does it mean kind of for the brand of Eugene? You know, I think, I, I will say uh, that it, I think it makes us whole okay. in a way that we haven't been whole. Hmm. And um, I think that for the community, it feels whole, that there is a, 
there's a visible known landmark where the city hall is located where they can access services where they know that's happening so i think it it sort of completes that picture it it is a big enough building that it will over time enable us to consolidate a lot of uh offices and services in that one building so that's really valuable for the city and i just think um you know, there's a there's a psychological component here to sure. not having a city hall that just feels like we're missing something really important, a statement about ourselves and a capacity to do the work, and having a really good building for that that people value. Uh, it, I I feel it just makes us whole. Sure. I don't want to draw any inaccurate comparisons, but I'm just wondering from your perspective. I mean, obviously, you know, a big story towards the end of this last year is the fact that we lost something. We lost a hospital and, 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 and there were reasons for that and so on and so forth. But I mean, I wonder if if this getting done and, and, and hopefully many, many completions and people moving in by the next year, not that it necessarily heals that 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 departure from Peace Health. But it, like you said, maybe there's a, a certain wholeness to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, we always we always want to be able to balance out the losses with the gains, yeah, right? And yeah. we hope that the scale is heavier on the gains sure. than on the losses. Sure. And I think this last fall, uh, the struggle over over emergency mm-hmm. health services in the city is 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 very um, makes us very uneasy. I mean, it's a sure. it's not a good situation for us to find ourselves. And I think uh, in the coming year, we will find ourselves in a better position there mm-hmm. too. I think good solutions will come to the table. But I yes, I think you always want to have some wins. Sure. And, sure. This is a, and this is a good win. Sure, sure, sure. Well, then my last question for you, and I realize you, you, I'm not asking you to tie a bow on your legacy as, as you're, 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 you're making your transition. But I mean, how does it feel to know that during your time, this is kind of happened. Oh my gosh, it's such a relief, right? <laughs> I think it would have been real as I said in my opening comment, I just want to I just want to have my office in a building that says City Hall on the front, and I think if I had left office and that was still not the case, I would be profoundly frustrated. Okay. Okay, good enough. Well, Mayor Lucy Venice from the City of Eugene, thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you. That's our show for today. I want to thank my guests. Eugene City Manager Sarah Maderi and Mayor Lucy Venice. Tomorrow, you'll hear from the organization Friends of Trees and a local tree care company about ways we can make our urban forests more resilient to storms, climate change, and more. This show, along with all episodes of Oregon on the Record, is available at klcc.org. Do you have a topic or question you want us to consider? Email us at questions at klcc.org. I'm Michael Dunn, and this has been Oregon on the Record from KLCC. Thanks for listening.